Hey everyone and welcome back to the Society Podcast. Oh my goodness, you guys, we are on episode 7. Man, can you believe that? Episode 7. We are almost through with the first season of the Society and I just personally again want to thank you guys for sticking it out with me and coming along on this new journey, this new endeavor and being for it, being down, being open to listening to me. Um, I just want to give a big, great shout out to the special guests that I've had on thus far, and I just praise God for them, and I thank them for even being a part of my vision and coming along and saying yes to all things the society. So again, you guys, thank you so much. So, I mean, let's just jump into a little conversation, okay? How many of us, like, as soon as we get on Instagram, we like, oh, I'm feeling cute today, but let me go find this filter girl because I want to look extra cute, okay? That is so me. I look cute, but you need that little enhancement, right? Like, you want the lash to be a little longer or you need the color to be a little different you know all the things so any kind of imperfection just goes completely away right and you might not even be thinking that way though right you just you just out here doing it you know so that brings me to today's topic of self-love is tied to my purpose so let's hop into today's hot topic So, um, I believe last week our hot topic revolved around the Kardashians. And again, I mean, if you're talking about self-love, we talk about filters on photos. I mean, how could you not talk about the Kardashians with this, right? (laughs) So, of course, I got to bring up my girl, Kim. Kim, I love you. No shade, no hateration, none of that. But... I always see Kim trending because people always like catch her slight little Photoshop um, like corrections that she does in her in her pictures. Right. So I remember this one so vividly I saw on TikTok and I was like, oh, my goodness, like she uh, lessened the size of her neck in a photo. She was like sitting on the side of a pool. Like, she was in the pool, but she was, like, had her arms out on the side of it. And she, like, curved in the side of her neck. So how the people caught it, which I feel like y'all be out here just peeping too hard into people's lives. Like, just let it go, okay? But I will give it to Kim when she did, like, take the, 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 like, lessened her neck and took a little bit out of her neck. It literally did, like make it look (laughs) a little more attractive like it was a little better um so I give it to her there but I would have never thought to be like let me bring my neck in a little bit to make it look like more beautiful I personally would have never thought about that but then like you know for the people to find it because um the picture was actually 
shot during like a video shoot so people were able to compare her neck from the video shoot to the picture she posted and they were like it's completely different which it was but so then I just like chose that as today's hot topic because I'm like are we really that like One, for Kim, your neck is beautiful the way it is. Just have your way, okay? You got a thick neck, you got a skinny neck, you got a juicy neck. It's all cute, okay? It was perfectly, wonderfully made in the image of our Lord. Two, y'all, who cares if this lady takes two inches off her neck or if she's got a thick one? Like, why are we so invested like this? Oh, my goodness. But so just jumping right into today's topic. So currently we live in a world where we physically mask our outward appearance a lot. You know, um, we mask our outward appearance not only with like the filters that we talk about as far as like Instagram filters when we're taking selfies or photoshopping, things like that. Like also the literal mask we wear now, right? I love a good face mask on a day where I'm not feeling myself. Like, if I got a pimple on my chin or my cheek, we about to put this mask on because it's covering it up. People can't see it. They can't see this. And then, um, and then even if I'm just not feeling myself, right? But then I exceptionally hate it on the days where, like, my makeup is on fleek and then you got to go somewhere and they like, you got to have your mask on. And I'd be like, oh, you're going to mess up my makeup. (laughs) So I just know, like, the moment I'm always hopping on Instagram, I do. Like, I'm looking for a filter, especially if I'm just plain Jane in it that day, which is nine times out of ten. I'm looking for a filter to put over my face. So currently, the world we live in, it pushes us to only be concerned about what we tangibly see, right? It's all about like the moment we hop on Instagram, we see cute outfits, we see cute hairstyles, we see new bags, new shoes, all of that. And this is what we don't realize is subconsciously like making us be concerned only about these things, right? Like I'm only beautiful when I have this new Fendi bag. I'm only trendy and cute when I have these new Nike sneakers or... I can look like Kylie Jenner or uh, Lala Anthony in a picture, right? But no. So I want to go to a verse. This this, uh, episode is going to be a little scripture heavy. So just stick with me, okay? Because we're here to learn and grow, right? Okay, right. That's what I thought. (laughs) So 2 Timothy 3, and we're going to do verses 1 through 5. And I'm currently in the English Standard Version. Okay, guys? So it says, but understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. 
oh my goodness, if this don't spell out 2022, I don't know what does. Like, y'all, come on. Come on. So I want to, like, spend a few moments tearing down this carnal depiction of self-love that we have taken on and that, you know, we have honestly been pushing in today's time. So self-love one isn't solely about loving our outward appearance. For some reason now, and it's not really for some reason, it's really this social media age that we're in, right? Like from starting with MySpace to to Facebook and Instagram, like Twitter was more so like just kind of like a blog. Facebook at first was kind of like blogs as well, right? You're just updating moments of your life but not really sharing any pictures but then we evolved into this whole like you can share pictures now and so now that's why like I be telling people don't go on Facebook don't find my family members on Facebook because you're gonna see a version of me I don't want nobody to see (laughs) but of course right like we all know on Facebook your, your family members whether it's your mama or somebody you've been kicking it with for a long time they got these old like hit crusty dusty photos of you from when you was like 10 and 12 (laughs) so now we're in this age where we that's all we do we show pictures of ourselves we show videos of ourselves and I love it right like I'm not even gonna lie I am in full participation on Facebook and Instagram I haven't really hopped over into the TikTok world yet but I'm trying I'm trying to get there pray pray my strength um But I do love it. I am in full attendance at every meeting, at every (laughs) every event. I'm there because honestly, I do. I I like to share the pictures. I I like creating reels because, I mean, that's, you know, something I, I like to do in life is like produce things. So but that's how be so ever. So there's nothing wrong with um actively participating in this just making sure that we keep, we're keeping our identity away from this like this picture is who I am and cuz in all actuality sometimes it's not sometimes i post a selfie smiling and i'll be sitting in my bed with my hair scarf halfway off and cheeto stains on my t-shirt you know <laughs> So, have you ever met someone and thought like, oh my gosh, she's really pretty, right? But then once like she opened up her mouth and say something like rude or just like not cool, you begin to like look at them differently, right? And so they become not as pretty as they were before. And that's when we realize like, that's a huge moment to know that what I look like on the outside has no has nothing to do with how I look on the inside and the inside will always overpower the out outside like you ever seen a girl with this ugly man and you'd be like he gotta have some money because what is she doing with him but like (laughs) I don't know why I did that stupid voice but when you realize it's like He's a really nice guy. And so I'm not looking at his outward appearance. I'm looking at the heart of this person. So to say all of that is just 
we can tell and and look at people differently when we see the heart of them. How do you respond to me? How do you treat people? That's what begins to peer from the outside. And you'd be like, oh, you are not that cute. Or, oh, my God, you are so beautiful. Like, you are beautiful on the inside and the out. So I'm going to jump to another scripture, Matt, Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Again, I am kicking it with the ESV. And so it says, and he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. First, let's start with like the first part of this. Y'all, I learned this word in a ministerial class, pericope, and I have been just going everywhere with it, right? So pericope is a passage of scripture. It's a fancy way to say a passage of scriptures. So this pericope, the first part of it, okay? Heart, soul, and mind. It says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. These are all inward, intangible things. We can't see or touch them. We know kind of that they're there. But at the same time, like, These are things we've never seen. How many of you living and breathing right now can honestly say you've seen your mind, you've seen your soul, or you've like you've seen your heart and you know your heart is there beating. Right. So that just furthermore, like shows me that our self-love journey starts from the inside. We have to begin to to allow the the love of God to permeate from the heart of us, from our soul, from our inner being, and then work its way out. And so uh, I remember in, in science class, we were talking about like microwaves, right? So, you know, when you're microwaving food, and it's been in there for like five minutes, even the food like it start popping. And you just sitting there like, ooh, this food is popping, 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 popping. Like, ooh, let me take her out because it's acting up in there, <laughs> you know. And you get it out. You cut it down the center. Stick your finger in there and it is still frozen or it's still ice cold. Doesn't that like hurt your feelings? Like you deceived me. You was hot on the outside. You was making all this noise like you was ready to come jump in my belly and be tasty. But you still not cooked. You still not done yet. You cold. You icy. I don't want that. And that's the same way we have to be in loving ourselves and allowing the love of God to come in. And like I said before, to permeate our inner being. So that we can be pleasurable from the inside and then it can come towards our outward appearance. Because we all know that at the end of the day, this body's going to go. But what's inside of it, it determines my, my future, my destiny, my eternal living place is all based upon what my inner being chooses to do in this life 
So I'm going to share a quick testimony and um, then we're going to wrap this episode up. So one of the lowest moments of my life to date highlighted how dead I was on the inside. And so to make a long story short, I was physically assaulted at 20 and I was beaten up pretty bad. And the right side of my face was clawed to the white meat. And so I, you can tell, like, I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken. I was, like, physically broken. I was just broken. I was hurt for many reasons. You know, that was, like, the icing on the cake for the deal of that season of my life. So I was broken for many reasons. But to stay on point, I was also hurt because my outward appearance had been marred. Like, I couldn't put on makeup like I had been. I was getting weird stares in public because this was before the pandemic, so we didn't have no mask. It would have been weird for me to be walking outside with a mask on because we didn't do that over here in the U.S., right? Maybe if I was somewhere else, I could have hit it. Um, but I, it was a lot for me. And so I found myself at a place that was so low. I remember I was literally praying to God and like asking him to not allow me to wake up in the morning. Like I wanted to be done because I'm like, what's left of me? I can't put on makeup. I can't be this person that I had created myself to be beforehand. And so I literally went through this whole moment. Like this was a moment for me. This is the moment that brought me to therapy. So I am an advocate for a therapist. And luckily for me, I had a nice Christian therapist. I did not know she was Christian. I wasn't going in looking for a Christian therapist, but because God is always in our midst and always looking out for us, he knew that I needed someone that was connected to him also. And so she happened to also be a Christian. So she was able to talk to me from a spiritual eye as well. And so it was beautiful. And then her name was um, Dr. Angel as well. So I just thought that that was awesome. So anyways, I remember finally getting to a point where um, the Lord literally just I had an encounter with him one night. And that's when thoughts of my purpose began to flow through my mind. And the Lord had to remind me of the foundation I had with him at a young age. And so these memories of what my purpose was began, began to come back to me. And I realized that my purpose was, was tied to saving souls and loving God's people. And I had to get back to that place and I had to get back to remembering to keep the main thing the main thing. I'm still beautiful if I treat people beautifully. If my mission is to save souls, loving kindness have I drawn thee. So obviously, you got to have a heart for people. And if you are continuing to walk into the love of God, walk in the love of God, and love his people, people will not even real Like, have you ever, like, been talking to somebody and you like, it's a super good conversation. Then they be like, oh, girl, I got to go because this lash is off. And you be sitting there like, I didn't even notice that your lash was gone. <laughs> you know, 
Um, And so that's where God had to bring me to a realization that I could still be used, that my purpose was still clear, though I felt like what I looked like on the outside was not uh, appetizing, I guess to say. So let's jump to another scripture, Mark 12 and 31. And it says, the second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And this was another realization that I had to get to. How can I love someone else if I don't love myself? I mean, honestly, I have to first exercise God's love on myself before I do it to someone else. I honestly cannot love someone if I don't love myself. So I'm going to treat people mean, nasty, and ugly because that's how I treat myself. You can't give someone something else that you can't give yourself. It's just, it's not going to work out. And even if you try to, it's, gonna, it's not going to be laced in the right spirit. And so we're talking about starting from the inside out, right? And just realizing that our, our love journey, our self-love, it starts from the inside. God gives us this Holy Ghost as a helper, right? Jesus left and said, I'm leaving you a helper. Here's the Holy Spirit. Now use him. And what do we do as as believers? We get on our knees and we ask the Lord for the indwelling of the Holy Ghost so that we can walk with him every day. You know, some people call it uh, our conscience. I call it my Holy Ghost because you keeping me, you helping me keep my car in the middle of the road. You helping me not say what I feel like saying when a person on the road cut me off, you know. And so the Holy Ghost resides on the inside of us. So I got to be tapped into me. And so the, this commandment that we've been sharing and I purposefully um, pulled different scriptures from different books of the Bible to show like love thy neighbor as thyself. This commandment appears in the Bible nine times, y'all. Nine And nine symbolizes divine completeness. Isn't that beautiful? And guess what else? Christ died for us in the ninth hour of the day. So this obviously means that the moment I love myself the way God loves me, I'm complete And I'm whole. So that also means that clearly my self-love journey is tied to my purpose. It is tied to everything God has called me to be. I can't effectively be a Christian and, and do what God has called me to do 
if I don't first love myself. Because it also says you have to love thy neighbor as yourself. The greatest commandment of all of these is to love. And that means that your self-love is tied to your purpose as God's child. Y'all, y'all, let me tell you, when I originally was coming, um, you know, writing all of these notes down and and, uh, getting this short lesson together um, or conversation, I like to call them conversations because I I do really want to know you guys' thoughts. So please like comment in the reviews on whatever platform you're listening to or hit me up on Instagram, whatever it may be. Um, Because I do want to hear you guys feedback. But when the Lord was downloading this to me, I remember finishing it and literally saying, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you for bringing me to this revelation, this realization that I can't be a a good Christian, a proper Christian, if I don't love myself. I first have to love myself. I have to exercise God's love on myself. Faith without works is dead. I believe God loves me. But do I, I move like God loves me? Do I act like God loves me? Do I treat myself like God loves me? And a lot of the times, the answer can be no for me. Because for some reason in this life, we've been filtered to think that I don't, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to be loved this way or I don't deserve to allow myself to be loved this way or even love myself this way. So, guys, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Society Podcast. And I just want to reiterate that again. Your self-love is tied to your purpose as God's child. I love y'all so much. Thank you for tuning in. I hope I wasn't all over the place. But I pray that this really comes and touches you guys' heart the way it did mine. Because it really blessed me. And so... Always remember, the more we know, the more we grow, and the more we realize, the more we impact lives. And I'm your host, Courtney Elise, and you've been tuned into the Society Podcast. Love y'all.